everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kids These Days. And y'all are going to just love who I have with me today here. So today is all about leadership. And what I love about um, Dr. Mia Johnson, who's here with me, is her approach on leadership and how it is applicable to all of us, right? That some of us are, you know, we're, we're parents, we're teachers, we're what we might consider just like regular people. And I think sometimes there's this misconception that I don't need to understand leadership or I don't need to think about myself as a leader because I'm quote, just a mom or I'm just a dad or whatever. And so I am really excited to hear your approach for how you actually teach the how to of leadership, right? So you're you're like actually like a PhD in leadership. And so we really have the expert here. So thank you for being here and tell us a little bit about you. Okay. So my name is Mia Johnson. I currently serve as the interim chancellor for the Anderson campus of Ivy Tech Community College. I've been with the college for about 12 years in various roles. Um, as she said, I have a PhD in leadership. Um, I've taught leadership classes. I've taught psychology classes, human services, all of that. Personally, I am married and have two boys. They are 11 and 9. It's something that you and I have talked about just about every time we get together. And y'all, if you could be in these meetings when me and I get together, it's just like we have so many dreams and so many. It's just just wait until the next two to five years. I'm not even going to say two to five. I'm going to say six months. Wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> Pressure's so, on. Okay. <laughs> until you see what's coming out of Mia and everything that she's got in her head. So you have all of this training on leadership. Yes. Right. You have all the training. And I feel like this about psychology sometimes too, right? Where you're like, I have all the training. I know all the things. And then sometimes like actually putting into practice is harder than it is when you read the book. So what is what is kind of the first thing or one of the main things that you often talk about when you talk about leadership? I think the main thing is um, leadership isn't about a title or a position. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's your actions. It's mm -hmm. what you do every day. Yeah. I think a lot of us think, you know, I'm not a leader, you know, I'm you know, no, I'm not leading anyone yeah. because you don't have a title, because you're not supervising people, because you're not managing people. I think we get leader and manager mixed up and tied too closely together. Two different things every day, whether we realize it or not. So I think that's the main thing that people have to start. Like you've got to view leadership through that lens of I'm a leader every day. What are my actions saying about me instead of I'm not the manager. When I become the manager, when I become the president, when I become the chancellor, that it's not that. It's it's everyday, everyday actions. I love that. I mean, even as we were kind of talking about it, I wrote that down. You know, it's not about a title or a position. It's about action. And that's, I mean, I think that's going to be mind-blowing for some folks to be like, oh, yeah. Like, in some ways, it makes so much sense. But But really, we do confuse leadership with... Well, I'm not a supervisor of anyone. Yeah. So why would I need to talk about leadership? I think because we view leaders and when we think about leaders, you think about good leaders and bad leaders and think about who they are. We think about politicians. We talk about, mm. you know, um, the mayor. We talk about our supervisor. And we just need to start looking at every day and don't think of it as so like Mother Teresa always comes up. Yeah. 
wonderful. Yeah. We're all not going to be Mother Teresa, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. Yes. You can still be a leader and have an impact without making that big of an impact. Yeah. I think that's where people, you know, I'm just me. I'm just a woman in Muncie. I can't be Mother Teresa. I can't change the whole world, but I can change the world for two boys at home mm. who can change the world or my neighbors or the other people around me who see me every day. You've got to start looking at it that way. We all want, you know, more peace and we want things to be better culturally, socially, all of that. We've got to start with ourselves and, and leading those around us. I love the idea. I, I talk about this a lot in the, in the parenting stuff or whenever I do any kind of like diversity trainings or anything like that, where I talk about like your immediate sphere of influence. Yes. Because that's the ripple effect. Yes. Right. If you are focusing on your immediate sphere of influence, then they go influence the people around them. And yeah. that's really kind of what you're saying too, is yeah. like, you have so much, you have so much leadership potential. Yeah. With, with, even if you just start there, that's huge impact. Agreed. I agree. And you have, I love this so much. Y'all are going to love this so much, or you're going to hate it. I don't know <laughs> what it's going to be, but this idea of courage keeps coming up. Yes. Right. You talk a lot about courage and courage as, I don't know, would you call it like a prerequisite? Almost like you, you leaders, do leaders have to be courageous? I, I don't know. I'm just thinking through it as we've been talking about it. I think leaders have to be courageous. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that there aren't times when your courage doesn't show up the way you wanted it to. Yeah. But you have to be courageous. Like there's there's lots of definitions for leaders. And I tend to define it by the, the traits or the qualities that mm -hmm. a leader needs. So courage, courage is always number one for me. Always. And, you know, we were talking about courage mm -hmm. as it is like, so courage as it relates to being a mom. Yes. Right. And how really we're leading our kids. We're leading our partners. And, and that doesn't mean that they're not also leading us. Yes. Right. But so can you talk about some of that, like courage and leadership as a parent? Yes. Yeah. So the, the first thing that comes to mind is I try to teach my my boys, my young men, um, do the right thing, stand up for people whose voice isn't being heard. If you see someone who needs help, you help them. No questions asked. Forget about what they look like, where they come from. Just help them. And there have been times in my life, um, maybe when they weren't around, when I've been in those situations and I didn't, my courage didn't show up the way that I mm. wanted it to. And then later I've, you know, had to process and think about that. That is the opposite. What I did was the opposite of what I'm trying to teach them to do. Yeah. So it's just about every day getting better. And I can't, you know, I can't change what happened, but I've got to work on the next time this happens. I need to stand up and say something. I've got to speak for those who can't speak. I've got to do what I'm trying to teach them to do. And that's what, that's how parents are leaders. Kids are watching your actions. I can tell them all day, do this, do this, do this, but they want to see it from me. They have to see it for me. And so that that's where, you know, it, it shows as a parent. Yeah, I think, you know, we were we're talking about this idea of courage and showing up courageously. Yeah. To to show that leadership to our kids. But it's also even when they're not around, right? That's yes. what you're saying. Yes. You're saying you have to also, yes, we want to model that for them because we can't expect our kids to be anything that we're not willing to be first. But also, 
when they're not around, we have to show that same level of courage. Yes. And I think that's one of the things about courage. It Even when no one's looking, even when no one sees you, you know, that's, that's courage. That's when courage shows up, you know, it needs to be there in the light and the dark. Mm. Um, you're not courageous if you only do it when there's cameras or when there's kids around or when people are watching. Courage is when you do it, when no one else will know how this came out. The situation I'm speaking of was just me and another person. So no one knows what happens besides me and that other person. But I should have done the right thing. I was not courageous. And, I, you know, I think about that. And of course, it's more than one instance when that's happened. But just trying to be prepared for, you know, I've got to I've got to um, walk when I'm talking. It, when you said that, I got chills. Like, yeah, you have to be there in the light and the dark. Like when no one's looking, that's when courage shows up. And that really is that kind of internal leader in you. That's that's really kind of there. You just have to allow it through courage yes. to come out, to grow. Yes, I, I think everybody is born with this. Mm. Um, there's all this talk about our leaders born or made. I won't go there. I believe everybody is born with qualities needed to be a leader, whether you develop them or not is on you. And as a parent, it's on me as a parent to show my boys what that looks like and to help develop those qualities in them. It's so good. Okay. So I'm like, my, my brain is going in like a thousand ways. Right. Okay. And I, <laughs> you and I know this and you and I love this about our relationship together. And as we have been talking over the last hour, just, just chatting about leadership and all this stuff, I found myself thinking like, okay, but like, you can't have, like, everybody can't be a leader all the time. And, and it literally just occurred to me, you're going to think I'm such like, like there's something wrong with me, right? You're going to think there is something seriously wrong with me. But being a leader also sometimes means allowing other people to be a leader too. Agreed. Right? Like Agreed. There's going to always be leaders and followers. Yes. And I think this term follower freaks us the heck out. Yes. As parents, like we don't want our kid to be a follower. We want our kid to be a leader. But can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Like sometimes leaders allow other people to shine. Agreed. I think that at every moment you are always a leader and a follower. Mm. Like there is always someone that you're watching, that you're seeing, whether you know it or not, you are being led by someone all the time. So we've got to stop that leaders are good and followers are bad. That's, not, that's not the case. This isn't a, you know, a, a one or the other. You're always doing both. And yes, sometimes you have to let someone else lead. Um, especially think about your kids. Of course, you don't let them make all the decisions, but sometimes you've got to step back. And that, that's how they develop their skills. Like these are things you have to practice. Think of it like a sport. Like you've got to, if we're talking about basketball, you've got to dribble. You've got to practice shooting. You've got to do drills and all that. That's how, as a parent, you help support your child in being a leader. Sometimes you let them lead. What would you do? You know, what do you think we should do? Or say nothing and see what they do and then have a conversation with them later. And of course, not say you chose the wrong thing, but why did you choose to do this? Why did you say this? Why didn't you say that? Here's what I would have did. Your way worked, but here's what I would have did and have a conversation. Like this isn't something that just happens. You've got to practice. You've got to have conversations. You've got to work on it. I'm I'm like literally speechless. I am literally, like, I just had so many moments of just, like, there's so much good there, you know, like, 
I talk so much about practicing about so many things with our kids, right? I mean, we just forget how many skills our kids need, Mm -hmm. you know, that we just forget about so many moments of practice. But okay, so I love this idea of allowing them to lead us. And I actually had a blog post, I don't know, maybe it was a year, a year and a half ago about like being led by our kids and how so often we think we've got it all figured out and we think it's our job to steer them in the right, quote, right direction. Yeah. And clearly ours is the right way. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And there's no other possibility Mm -hmm. that our kids could have a better idea than, than we do. So can you think of any example where like this might be an easy way to like let your kid lead here? And then you have that conversation, like you're saying, like, okay, so let's let them make a choice here. Yeah. Any small or even examples that you use with your boys? I think there's small examples every single day. Yeah. So don't think about this like, you know, you see someone on the corner who's hungry and, and what would you do? This this isn't that show. Yes. This, this yes. <laughs> yes. Every day they can make small decisions that are developing those skills. Think about even what is for dinner. Mm. And so my boys are polar opposites in what they eat. So letting one of them decide and make the decision, they've got to think about, this is what I want and this is what I like, but my brother won't eat that. You know, I don't eat certain things. I don't eat beef or pork. So what do we do about mom? Like those are things that you have to think about to be a leader. You've got to think about everybody that's involved, not just me. And so it's leadership develops all these other skills like self-esteem, like being aware of other people, critical thinking. This is all happening. And I get it. Like, I can't add this to my plate. I've got work. I've got, you know, these kids. I've got this. I'm homeschooling, like all of this other stuff. But these are little small things like dinner. I don't want to figure out dinner every night. Let's let one of them choose and see what happens. And I'm developing their leadership skills. So boom, boom, <laughs> mic drop. I, I'm I'm like, yes and amen. Yes. Okay. Let's let them choose. And, you know, what I actually love so much right now is, that that's such an easy thing. Yeah. And then to have a conversation about it. I think that's sometimes the things we miss, right? We miss that opportunity to kind of close that loop. Yes. You and I are both in academia. We both talk about closing the loop all the time. Mm -hmm. I know. But I think as parents, we have that opportunity too, to say like, hey, you know, you showed some really good leadership in making that decision. And it may not have been what I would choose, but that's what leadership is. Yes. It's making the choice, being courageous, mm-hmm. making the choice, thinking through some sort of process of making that decision and you make the decision. But those are small things that it doesn't have to be every dinner night. Correct. But the example is so good because it shows how those small things can add up to bigger things. Agreed. Things like choosing what show you're going to watch on television. What are mm-hmm. we going to do this weekend? Activities. You know, what when you you have a friend coming over, what are you guys going to do? All of those things are little bitty things that we do every day without even thinking. Those are opportunities. And I don't ever want it to seem like I'm the perfect parent and I close all the loops. There are lots of open loops, okay? There are some that haven't even made the loop. We're so, not even on the loop, okay? <laughs> At my house, we're not even close to being on yes. the loop. So, you know, it. I think that's important too. I, yeah. I don't have all the answers. It's just some things to think about and try um, in this conversation, thinking about it. So I've got this this training and this education and leadership. 
but I felt like it was the more theory. Yeah. I like, I know the terms, I know the words, I know this type over that type. But then when I stepped into what I thought was a leadership position at work, I I almost had a meltdown. Like I, mm. I shared with you, I laid on the floor face down. Um, like I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I've got all this training. I'm ready, but I wasn't ready. You know, I, I didn't, it's two different things and it's something that you have to learn. And again, I go back to courage. Like it's courage to make decisions knowing I can't make everybody happy. I've got to make the best decision possible with the information I have and then move forward. And that's what we do as parents every day, as neighbors, as friends, do the best you can with what you've got, make a decision, move forward. If you mess up, admit it, try not to do it again. Like that's it. That to me is being a leader. Talking through I messed it up. I'm going to do better. Admitting your mistake, saying I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, we think about those things and we maybe don't always think about them as leadership. Yeah. And that is, I mean, that's like at the heart of everything, right? You're modeling good interpersonal relationships. You're taking, I mean, you're taking the lead. Yes. I mean, we say you're taking the lead, but yes. then we don't tie it back to leadership. Yes. Okay. I'm literally like, just, I can't even, (laughs) I just can't. Okay. All right. So, um, as we are kind of wrapping up this first episode with you, cause I know, I know there's going to be more episodes. It's just a matter of how many more times can we just blow my mind? Okay. Is there anything else that came up today that you often talk about with folks or just, any other last things that you think, man, I really want to get this out? I think I just like the idea that you and I are having this conversation, kind of shifting leadership to earlier ages. Mm. Um, us adults, you know, we've heard about it for a few years, but probably when we were an adult. Um, maybe we talk about it in high school and like now they're starting to push it to high schools. But this can start way earlier like the things that we've talked about today, you can be doing this now with, with four-year-olds, with five-year-olds. Like there's there's tasks every day and things and conversations that can be had that you are developing this leader every day. And then I just also want to go back to the dispelling the leader versus follower. Mm. Like you're always doing both. Um, and of course, we've given follower a bad name. You know, we don't, yeah. don't follow, you know, if everybody jumps off a bridge, would you jump? Like, oh my gosh. That, that is not necessarily a follower. Um, yes. Someone is always leading you and you are always leading someone else, whether you see it or know it or not. It's always happening. And honestly, if we're going to talk about courage, sometimes it does take a lot of courage to follow someone. It does. You know, that trust. I mean, then, you know, we don't even have time to talk about trust today. Yes. But, but really, it does. It is a certain level of trust and courage to say, I, I don't have to do it my way. Mm-hmm. I can do it your way. And that can also be good. Yeah. Think about the lessons that you're teaching your kid. If we're talking about leading and following at the same time, and if you've taught them those things, they'll be able to make the decisions about this isn't necessarily the best crowd to run with. You know, I don't like necessarily the way that this person handles things. I'm going to back off. Like if you're teaching those earlier, you've better prepared your kids to make the decisions that we're all worried about. You know, we're all Mm. worried. What if my kid falls in with the wrong crowd? What if this, what if that? But if you're teaching these skills, They'll be able to figure it out. It's so good. And you're right in line with everything I always preach, which is just planting seeds, right? Yes. Over and over. This is like 
This isn't like a one and done conversation with our kids. This is we're continually, maybe not every day, but like every week, every other day, any opportunity we have to kind of plug these sorts of things. Gosh, I know there are so many moments I've missed. Yeah. You know, me too. Me too. But But we can always be better. Yes. Move forward. Move forward. Keep planting. Oh my gosh. This is so good. Okay. So Dr. Mia Johnson is amazing and um, you have a website. So tell us how folks can find you and not just find you now, because this is the thing. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So um, I know there is so much greatness in you. Thank you. Already. It's already coming out of you. Okay. But I know you have plans because we've talked about them. Yes. You have plans for so many other great things, not just for this city, but for our community and like just even bigger than that. Yes. So y'all, you're going to get her website now and I want you to look now, (laughs) but I want you to look like every week. Okay. Well, you and that pressure. Okay. (laughs) I want you to, to keep up with where Mia is going because y'all are going to want to get on this train. Okay. Tell people how they can find you. DrMiaDJohnson.com. And Mia is M-I-A. Okay. So Dr. D-R-M-I-A-D-Johnson.com. Dot com. Okay. Yes. I'm going to put it in the details of uh, this episode here today, but... Um, y'all know how to reach me at makewordsmatterforgood.com, um, MWM with kids on Facebook. Um, Mia, thank you for being here. I have, I have honestly learned so much from you and really just rethinking the ways, the many, many ways that I know I can be better and ways that I have already done some of this, but so many good things to think about and, and being better. Thank you for having me. This is going to be fun, y'all. Okay, so she's going to be back. Don't worry about it. We didn't get everything out of her today, but um, we're going to get her back. So until next time, y'all, we will catch up with you later. Stay safe. Bye.